All right, welcome to episode 42. Um, before we get started, go check us out on 3starrecruits.com. Go check out the blogs, sports betting blogs, the DraftKings, still kicking NFL in the dick with that. Holy cow. Him and I were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. I am scared to know how much money people have won off his blogs. I'm, ser- I'm serious. Like, he yeah. is like 12 and 1 or something crazy like that with, with lineups. <clears throat> So, he's on. Yeah, I was in there. I was telling. I was in their Discord call Sunday morning. I woke up at like eleven, which I got a funny story for you. I woke up at like eleven, and I hopped in their call around twelve thirty, and it was like it wasn't an argument. It was like intense, like back and forth. Like use this guy, and if we use this guy, they were like switching people in and out. But if we do that, and they had all this like math calculator, like if we take Henry and don't play Kelsey, but if we take Kelsey and play Henry, if Henry goes off, we're fucked if Kelsey doesn't. They have like all the, I'm like, guys have a lineup. Guys <laughs> like, got a lineup, please. <laughs> These guys sit, they're like getting this call at like 10, 10 30 every morning on Sundays to sort it all out. Because if Mike ever joins me on Sunday, he has in a few weeks, but if he ever joins me on Sundays, he would get off from that at like 10, 10 30 and jump in that Discord call and the two or three of them just. Do your thing, man. <laughs> Kyle logs on Paul forty five. He's like, uh, "What do you guys got?" It's crazy. And then I actually, I like they stay in the Discord on Sundays and just hang out. And if someone scores, Mike plays a harmonica. <laughs> I, now I got to get in there and listen. Oh, it's a good time, dude. And uh, yeah, so I, I actually sweated out the games with them most the afternoon in Discord and listening. There's one kid in there that. Okay, there's a kid in there that doesn't like another kid that comes in. The, his name's Lou. And the one kid doesn't like him, so he hasn't muted. But if you say anything to Lou, and he knows you're talking about Lou, and he's like, yeah, tell Lou to go get fucked. He hasn't <laughs> muted, so he can't hear him, but <laughs> he's still in the call with him. Some good times. Oh, uh, anyway, I wake up Sunday morning. I do my typical 3 to 4 o'clock feeding with the baby. And I wake up, and at like 9.30, I had missed a text. Yeah. I'll give you one guess who it was from. Dude, we got one. Did we, I feel like we got one Friday night with his first draft. Geezing. It was 930. And it was, like the, it was like the bug-eyed emoji. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I don't have anything yet. Have I ever not helped you out? Like, And then Saturday. Dude, they, these, and I got pissed Sunday afternoon. Luckily, it worked out better yeah, for me. Yeah, it worked out for you, but. Kyle sent us a text at like 3.55. He's like, oh, we got to make this change for the 4 o'clock games. And I was on the way to my parents' house. So I was driving, and I didn't see it until I got there. And I was like, oh, fuck. I missed it. And then it ended up working. It <laughs> worked out for you. But it in worked my out defense, better for me. I did tell him before the 1 o'clock games. There could be a possible change at 4 o'clock. I lose track of time when the Bills don't play at like 1 o'clock. But Saturday, I posted my betting blog for NFL five minutes after Mike posted his for DraftKings. And I don't know if Geezy saw it or didn't see it. Mike tweeted it out. And it was within a minute. I just happened to get a text from Geezy. He's like, Casey posting that blog? I'm like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Got any crack? I'm like, yeah. He just put it up. I'm like, it's on the website. What's the website? Do I give same him that website? Of, <laughs> give him that website. website. It's been for the last 15 weeks, man. <laughs> so I said, oh I said again. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, shh. <laughs> Uh, Geezy, if you're listening, uh, I believe Mike's gonna be doing lineups for NBA too. So, <laughs> crack pipe out, all in. Yikes! Oof. Anyway, malt, <coughs> malt's still intact over there. It is. Looks better this week for some reason. 
Feels yeah. better. I feel like you did something to it today. Uh, I took a shower. Well, oh, that's why you look different. <laughs> so listen, rare, rare occurrence. You you actually pull that off. It looks good. It really does. I mean, from and, here you can't see the party in the back. And I don't know if you check the YouTube comments, but your mom approved. Yeah, she saw it in person and said, "Well, it's not as bad as I thought." It was kind of the, what I <laughs> is that, that was kind is of that the an, is that an approval? I felt it's well, not as bad I'm as it looks. Now she saw it in person. It's not as bad as I thought, but she posted a video and said it looks great. Yeah, but I sent her like really crap selfies when I got home that night. So oh. remember, he sent us a bathroom selfie. I don't know if it was his bathroom either. <laughs> that was not my bathroom, though. <laughs> so your mom approved. That's good, man. So anyway you, anyway, you pull it off. It looks good. Thanks. I did see another mullet this past week mm-hmm. in Target, and the guy walked by me. No, I'm sorry, it was Home Depot. Like oh, the home, home Depot Monday. I, I did like a triple take. I'm like, this guy like walked by. He had the mullet, and then as he walked by, you couldn't see it when he first got like walking towards me. Couldn't see it as he walked by. I noticed he had like the string ponytail braided like halfway down his back. Oh, sexy. You know, that's how you pull chicks would really dig that. I don't know about that, but it was, I just want to let you know your mullet looked good. Thanks. And it looked even better after I saw that. <laughs> Does he want to join the mullet fighting league that we're going to start? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then I have some other things to ask you about. You made a mistake last night. I want, I want to help you out here. Last night? I think it was last night. Did you text us looking for some help? Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, no, night? Monday. Oh, asking if you guys knew a financial advisor. Yeah. Oh. See where you went wrong is you texted the three of us and thought you were going to get a serious answer. <laughs> yeah. That, I got one. Yeah, but then From the person I least suspected to know anything about financial advisors, but, and that was Adam. <laughs> I actually had one I was typing, but he's saying one. I'm like, all right, he's good. But it didn't stop there. And I think the comment of the night goes to Russ. Because he just laid in the background and answer any of the text. I know he reads them. He doesn't That's respond. That's how it always works. He just sits there and stalks oh, it yeah. out. I'm a quiet assassin. He, he's just waiting for I don't that. know if we want to say Ready in case that pounce. person hears us. Lie on the wall. You know, go ahead. I don't think. They don't, they, well, they know. We don't even know who they are, so I guess. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, know who they are. I don't know what, what you could possibly say. I just. The, well, this she's person kind of clearly. I assume they're the only one that's asked you for this type of financial advice lately. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny. He just said, she's kind of a hillbilly. And then <laughs> we, Russ, we made the comment. You guys did. I asked I was if you wiped her up. In the bushes at this point. <laughs> you she, had a friend come into some money and is looking for a financial advisor, a female friend, right? And one of these two just said. Just though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And one of these two said, you need to wife her up based on that money income. And you said, she's kind of hillbilly, right? And I said. In quotes, she's kind of hillbilly, says the guy with the basement mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing you like your mullet flowing type in this. She's kind of hillbilly. She's kind of a hillbilly. Do <laughs> you have a flannel shirt on too while you're texting us? Actually, yeah, my hands are probably covered in mud. <laughs> with that can of grizzly sitting in front of wearing ripped boots. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I had some plan for us. I was going to do it next week. I still do have something planned for us. So maybe we'll figure out scheduling maybe prior to the podcast. I have an idea for a separate video. So I had something planned and I couldn't get everything here in time, but I did have some of it. So oh, 
He's reaching for shit. I was going to do like disgusting candy canes and we had to like eat them and guess them and taste them. But the only ones that came in were the, <laughs> were the uh, ones? <laughs> Oreo and Sour Patch Kids. But there was other ones like there was a mac and cheese. There was a dill pickle. Ooh. Okay. I was going to say these two don't look disgusting to me. <laughs> mac and cheese sounds good. There was one that was clam flavored. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Let's get that. No comment. So I tried to order all this stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> no, like clam the food, not the beardy clam. Uh, I tried to order them, and they weren't going to be here until after Christmas. So I thought it was going to be Christmas themed. So if you guys want candy canes tonight, <laughs> eat your hearts out, literally. Adam lives on Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. I got some upstairs. I love Sour Patch. The blue, the blue ones, though, are top notch. Straight fire. Lives by him and he'll die by him, too. <laughs> we bought two of those, like, five-pound bags of just the blue ones. So good. Two five-pound bags of blue Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. I know you're from Sam's Club. Uh, I mean, you can I got, get them anywhere, but yeah. yeah. I bought one from Sam's Club one time. I got it from that rich guy on the internet. That rich guy on the internet. Bozos. <laughs> Bozos. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway. I bought one of those big bags one time, put it in the car in the back seat between Ryan, Ryan and I on the way to Ohio. And then we realized like once we hit like <clears throat> I don't know, we're probably hours out from Columbus, we're like, dude, we've ate almost this entire bag. <laughs> or we could feel our tongues. <laughs> That's the worst you bag. like you like eat a bunch and you just can't your tongue just feels disgusting, the roof of your mouth. So do we think those are sour? I, try it, man. Well, here, let's give it a shot. Give it a, give it a whirl, man. I don't, I don't know. Do you want one? Do you want an Oreo one? I want to do the Oreo one. Yeah. Is it gonna is it gonna taint your grizzly? No, I'm I'm an expert. <laughs> no, I just don't want to ruin the flavor of your grizzly. What's Color. the What's the red? Is that watermelon or cherry? Or um, oh, come on, Sour Patch Kid expert. I mean, it's probably cherry. I was looking to see if it said on here, but it's probably watermelon, isn't it? I'm I'm gonna. You take what you want. I'll grab one. I'm gonna grab red. All right, here's here's an Oreo one for you. The Polish kid doesn't open the top. He tries to pull it through the window. Pull it out through the window. <laughs> Jesus. Terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with orange. God damn it! Who designed this? Do we need to apologize to the listeners? We're all gonna you be got climbing. a. You just got a new multi tool. <laughs> we're all gonna, gonna be, open a candy cane with a Leatherman. Thanks, we're, mom. We're all gonna be clanging uh, candy canes around our mouth while we talk. ASMR. Oh jeez. I'm gonna use the saw. <laughs> So I do have something planned for next week. We got to figure out. Well, it just Jesus does have this a kid saw. has a saw on a Leatherman tool, and he's opening the candy cane. Dude, I wasn't. No, just. I mean, that works too. I guess. You yes. weren't the Boy Scouts, he'll, were you? He'll have the chainsaw uh, next week. You have something planned, like similar to this type of plan. Yeah. So, all right. I'll just. I'm gonna tell you what it is. We're gonna do a separate video. I don't want to eat fucking ribbon candy if that's where you're. No, going. we're not doing <laughs> ribbon candy. This stuff tastes so much better. I bought. And it'll be here by next week when we record. But I figure we can do like a separate video. The Bean Boozle. Oh, um, I know. Ugh. You in? Maybe. It's I'm Christmas a, edition. It's gross. Yeah, I know. I mean, real gross. I do. I, we do that every March. My buddies and I, we get March Madness. Someone always has one. And I had a coworker that brought you have it about into work. 10 beers, yeah. So <laughs> I bought, going at here's it. the thing, though. I bought the dispenser. So you can't, you don't know, like, you know what they you are. It out. You just, you slide it up and down. The bean pops up on top. So it's not like you hit the spinner and you know what you're eating. Mm-hmm. So next week you'll have to try to guess what they are. We'll figure out some sort of contest this way. But yeah, I bought the dispenser that you slide up and down in like a tube. 
And it like pops the bean out. Yeah. Okay. So Christmas edition. I'm good at that. We should gamble on it. These are these are not sour at all. They're really good. Are they really? Yeah. I definitely don't want to invite a, a rabbit hole or anything, but it'd be a strange way to find out one of us has COVID when you can't taste any of the jelly beans. <laughs> well, I can taste this, so I'm good right now. That's true. <laughs> this one's really good. It's supposed to be skunk. It's supposed I don't to be taste cat anything. shit. It's supposed to be cat <laughs> shit. Oh, I don't know. Dude, speaking of cat shit, like the we'll get to sports in a minute, but anyway. <laughs> Who cares? I was playing. We'll give these a shout out. Yeah. I, see us I, camera. Was, I was giving... Uh, the Oreo ones are pretty tight, too. Are they really? Hell yeah. I thought they'd be gross. Especially with wintergreen overtones, you know? <laughs> nice oaky finish. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, I was playing Xbox with a couple of buddies. Strawberry or cherry? He's got COVID. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry. I thought it was roast beef. <laughs> Strawberry. Okay. Oh All right, go on. <laughs> I was playing. You guys are going to love this shit. I was playing Xbox with a couple buddies a couple nights ago. And he was telling me he read he read the story knew some I don't know one of the two he, he told us the story. Uh, guy was dating this girl on and off. He had a cat, and the cat, and well he had this cat, and he noticed after the cat died for like two weeks there's still shit appearing in his litter box. <laughs> Do you know where this is going? I I hope I don't know where this is going. Oh, you guessed it, pal. He asked the girlfriend, like, why are you shitting in the litter box? She's like, it's not me, it's the cat. He's like, cat died two weeks ago. <laughs> that that can't be serious? serious. That can't be serious. I, I, I'm i going to say I hope not, but this is the story he told us. There's no way cat shit looks like human shit. I don't I don't study human shit. Yeah. But listen, I don't, I, thought, never, like, I don't know if I've ever seen, I've probably seen cat shit, but I hey, can't imagine it looks like. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Have you ever seen your wife's shit? <laughs> no. So you don't know. <laughs> that I, I don't even know what to say to that. Listen, though. Bye-bye is yeah, what I say to that. 100%. And I'm like, there's no way this could possibly, there's, there's no way there's people like that. And I know people are crazy. I Taylor's tell my, getting ideas. I tell my parents a story. I'm just They're like, yeah. Tongue. We knew we knew somebody that uh, they had like a family member come to their house, drunk. Walked over and pissed in the litter box. That, that's different. That's that's a different story. We don't know if she wasn't drunk though. I just all the time. Uh, yeah, every shit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a few more details. Is there a shit on, on my floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a shit. Anyway, Press was, conference yeah. emergency meeting. Ooh, pro tip: mix that Oreo candy cane with Angry Orchard. Holy shit! No free ads. You you like that? you like that shit? Hard apple cider. <laughs> <laughs> my god all right let's move on to some sports what, what are we talking about here <laughs> what, what are we at like we're at 17 minutes yeah we're keep vamping keep vamping no, was, okay. yeah. we're doing good we're, i like this all right let's talk about some sports okay i want to get russ fired up before we get started doesn't take me this much. is how we're going to get started with sports so this pissed me off as well i'm like it's gonna piss russ off lebron a good start yep feels the need in my opinion he feels like it doesn't matter what's going on in the sports world he feels like he's got to be involved almost like he's got this like oh whoa, 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 whoa. you got to shine that light back on me what are we doing here okay Giannis signs a big contract okay. and he makes a statement about him like why does anybody give a shit what you think about Giannis's contract the media probably called him and asked him it's so, so I stupid i didn't see that what i thought where i thought you were going with this 
God damn it. So I don't even know if it was Sunday night or Monday night football. Somebody it might have been Monday oh. night with Lamar Jackson. And you got some tweets popping up. And yep. they gotta chime in with what LeBron thinks about the football game. I don't give a family. horse's ass about that. Right. Like, but I'm like, no one gives a shit about uh, your statement, buddy. Yeah. He's just so entitled. And he gets better. There should be no statement on Giannis's contract from him other than, hey, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. That's what I was saying. Anyway, this is what really got me. He was on a podcast or a show. He said he's won two of the hardest two of the hardest NBA championships you could ever possibly win. He's won them both. And it was the year they come down come back 3-1 to the Warriors and in the bubble. Dude, this guy could not stroke his ego any more than he already does, and he did it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Just, I mean, I, I agree with one of those. Coming back 3-1? Yeah. Sure. Against the Warriors, and that was What's that matter right now good. based on – is this connected to the honest conversation? Yeah, from, I, just think his, an, I think he's an asshole. No, I mean, from <laughs> his standpoint. Did he somehow answer the honest question with that? No. Okay. That'd be even worse. I don't know. I, screw him. Who does that? LeBron. A lot of and probably James Harden. Jordan probably would have done it. No, he wouldn't have. Nah. No. Jordan's press conferences were always team-oriented. Well, think about this. Think about those guys if they had social media, though. How different would they have been? I don't know. Yeah. Cause I saw, don't so know. I saw an interview with, I don't know who's interviewing J.J. Redick. And they said, who are the top four most hated Duke players of all time? He has his own podcast. Yeah. And I, somebody was interviewing him, but he said Leitner one. Yep. Him two. Yep. Grayson Allen three. And he couldn't come up with a fourth. He finally put Wojo in there. But he said, I felt like I was a Brit. I was like one of the first guys. I think I was really hated because of social media. Because that's when it was getting big when I was in school. Yep. But he said, if Leitner had that in school, it would have been. Ten times worse. And he was really hated. I just didn't understand. Why do you say that? Let somebody else say that. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you wonder why, here's my, I'm going to go big picture on this. My personal opinion, the NBA is struggling right now. People do not give a shit about the NBA, and everyone's tired of the antics. Listen, if you want to be, uh, you want to do your social justice thing, I don't give, I don't even give a shit about your views on that. Go ahead and do your thing. Try to make the world a better place. Stop driving all this shit down our throat, whatever it may be they're talking about. Stop telling us how good you are. And holy shit, can we stop? We talked about it a few weeks ago. Why don't we just have eight teams in the NBA? Because that's all they do is like they just want to make super teams. Yeah. Or redraft every year or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be really fun. I mean, you look at the last couple of years, Anthony Davis was under contract in New Orleans. And basically just said, I want out of here, trade me. And he got to determine where he went. Yep. Between him and LeBron. They orchestrated that. Kawhi signs with the Clippers. And between Kawhi and Paul George, who was still under contract in OKC at the time, he basically says, I don't want to play here anymore. Trade me to the Clippers. Yep. And he gets his way. Like all they've got it does the contracts don't matter. All they've got to do nowadays is say where they want to play and somehow these trades happen. I saw saw some tweet today with about Fat Boy. Down there in Houston. Um, yeah. James Harden, for anybody that's wondering. Uh, they said Harden's got his way 
or we we give James whatever he wants until he wants out of town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's getting ridiculous. Like Russ said, like what's the point of a contract? Yeah. What is the point of a contract? Uh, Just sign one year deals and yeah, he goes. Yeah, if you ever if you want to do sign one year deals because I mean with the Harden thing, if you want out of Houston, okay, fine. You've been there a while. You haven't won, so be it. If you want out, that's fine. But you shouldn't be able to give a list of, hey, trade me to Philly or Brooklyn are the two biggest ones. Like, hey, I want out of Houston, but you need to trade me one of these two teams. Right. If I'm the GM or the owner, it's, you want out of Houston, okay. I'm going to get the best deal from the other, whatever it is, 29 teams, and I don't really care where you go. Whoever (laughs) brings the best offer, that's where I'll trade you to. I wish I could limit, because I don't know what trade just happened. Maybe the wall. I don't know. Wall went, one, to, wall went to right. Houston, but there was not. There was one. I don't know if it was that one. But they traded like first round draft picks for like next like seven years. I'm like, yeah. Those guys, that, those guys don't even care about three years down the road, right? Yeah. So limit it. Be like, seven you can years. only trade this year's picks. Seven years now, they're be trading the pick of the pick. Yeah. Yeah. Now maybe their contracts have the equivalent of NHL. No trade clauses, no movement clauses. I don't know. Maybe James has that right written into his contract, but it's like in the NHL, you can have a a limited no trade clause where you can submit a list of ten teams you don't want to be traded to, right? But that still leaves twenty teams open. I mean, as a GM, it's got to be a pain in the ass because here you are. Your job as a GM is to win, right? And you're trying to. If your team's not very good, you got to grow, uh, grow that team. You got to try to build the team. How the hell do you build any team when? You don't know how long that guy is going to want to stay here. Yeah, you sign him to a five-year contract, and two years later, he's like, I want out. Harden has three years left, one hundred thirty million dollars, yeah. two years guaranteed. Really, dude? And then you show up, like you said, you have one hundred thirty million dollars on your contract. Two of that's guaranteed. You can't, in my opinion, you cannot show up to the team you're supposed to be playing for, looking like you just trained yeah. with the Pillsbury Doughboy in the off season. Okay, yeah, did I, did I someone agree. ask him about that after the game? I don't. I haven't seen anybody specifically asking that, and I, yeah, that's ridiculous. I understand. I'm a big dude. Yeah, I'm but, right. if, but if some, but if somebody said, "Hey, I'll pay you fifty million dollars to lose seventy five pounds over the next two years," guess what? It's a similar I'll, thing to. I I'm don't do it. it. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be I, Eddie Lacy, right? He was a stud for like three years, and then all of a sudden comes in at like two eighty, and now he's not in the league. I'm not yeah. saying Harden's gonna be out of the league soon, but. Like if he doesn't get in shape, he he looks he looks thirty, 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. It was no noticeably different. Yeah, I just think with these contracts, not even contracts, excuse me, the trade demands and all this. I personally have enjoyed watching the Warriors. I know some people are against them. I think Steph Curry at his core is one of the good guys in the sport. And I know people have dogged them for their championships because they built this super team, right? Well, there's now the equivalent of a dozen of those super teams in the league. So anybody that's, you know, thrown stones in that glass house has no right to, in my opinion. Yeah, I've heard that argument, too, about the super team being in Golden State. But at the same time, who was at Golden State was a superstar when they brought Steph and Clay in? Because those two were not superstars. No, they were drafted. and Right, but it was, what, three or four years after? What was three or four years after? When they won the first title. Yeah, but I'm saying they yeah, – but- they worked their ass oh, off to right. be as good as they are, and right. you know, Those, but they all come in. They won their titles. They weren't making a shitload of money yeah. on under contract. I mean, right. Steph had his Under Armour yeah, stuff, but 
Yeah, Steph and Clay were at least drafted by the Warriors and developed, and I, I don't think it's unusual for that to take three years. For- See, and I think the reason that the Warriors are successful is is for reasons like a James Harden, in my opinion, never will, is they're willing to accept roles on the team. You can't have that's that's why Harden and Westbrook don't work out because they just want that superstar. They want that yes, superstar money. Yes. They care about their stats. If Harden and Westbrook have now not worked out twice, yeah. And I feel like wherever Harden goes, it's going to be the same old song and dance. And I feel like he's him and Harden are one and the same. But wherever they go, they're the catalyst. He's going to shoot the ball forty times. Yeah. I hope they trade him to like Cleveland. I don't know. Yeah, I can think I mean, of another terrible team, <laughs> Pistons. I mean, if you really watch. Steph and Clay play at the same time. That wasn't a shot at you. No, I know. I just think it's funny. You laughed because I thought you thought it was a shot at him. It's from Detroit. Yeah, if you really watch Steph and Clay play at the same time, which unfortunately we'll see in twenty twenty two, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, it does suck. I think the I think the league's better when the two of them are healthy and playing. But if you watch them, you know, if if one game Clay puts up forty and Steph puts up twelve with a bunch of assists, he's Steph is just as happy in that scenario. As the next night, if Steph's the one scoring 50 and Clay has some rebounds, they're both happy seeing each other succeed. You're winning. And you've never seen that with Hart. No. If, Still got to put up his Like numbers. last year, if you had Westbrook go off for a game and score 50, Harden's he looks like he has the attitude of, well, I could have done that, or I should should have been me, yep. rather yeah. than being happy about the team success. Could there be, I don't know if I'd have to think more about that. I just thought about this. Is that more of a theory of how you were recruited out of high school? Obviously, Clay and... Steph were not highly recruited. Or Harden, obviously Harden was the top guy at Arizona State. Think about John Wall and Anthony Davis. All those guys went to big schools and were top recruits where Steph and Clay really had to work to get there. Whereas some of these other guys, right, they go to college and they already know they're going. Before they even go to college, they know they're going top 15 next year. Yeah, they're one and done. Yeah, Yeah, I think that probably (laughs) plays into it. I think the bigger aspect is you just have guys that are just like anybody, you have people that are wired to be douchebags and people that aren't. Yeah, and I think. And unfortunately, when you give a douchebag fifty million, <laughs> bigger it's douche. even worse. But like you, it's it's both of those. In my opinion, it's a combination of things. It's it's not just high school. It's growing up. Someone continues to tell them how great they are and how good they are, and they're going to be special and they should yeah. be treated but differently. I assume, but I assume Steph got that right growing up with his dad. Yeah, and he was around those Hornets teams and everything. So I, right. I assume he got. As he was growing up, they're like, "Oh, this kid's good." But it's also but he just he was small and just didn't get recruited. Product of your upbringing yeah, with any I, of us, I think that has more to do with. It. Are you willing to work work hard? <laughs> Look at Del Curry, his dad, versus Levar Ball, and then look at their kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously. No, it's true. Uh, well, that's that's a really good example, actually. But right, and Seth's the same way. Seth Curry. Yes. <clears throat> As he went to Duke, but. He's never been. He's not a superstar, but he still. He probably still makes ten to twelve million a year in the NBA. Yeah, he's and doing okay. And you got your brother to fall back on. <laughs> work for him or doing something. I don't know. And his dad folding his clothes. His, dad, his dad's still probably making decent money. I think he's announcing. So. So, at the beginning of this conversation, you mentioned Giannis. I mean, how good for Giannis? Because I think he's also one of the good people. I like he's watching him do, play. Yeah. Because he actually plays basketball. But how ridiculous is that contract? I mean, that's it's like two hundred twenty-eight million over five years, average forty-five or something. That's a guy that needs a financial advisor. Are I you saw, kidding me? I saw a thing earlier that said if you didn't take any tax out of that, he's making for the next like five years. He's making like one hundred twenty-three thousand dollars a day. Oh my God, 
That's insane. Yeah. What are what are contracts going to look like in ten years from now? Well, I think I was thinking about this earlier too because I think I really truly think the NBA is on a decline because people are tired of the bullshit. It's like it's not fun to watch. I know like preseason started, but I I mean there's always going to be that demographic of people who enjoy the NBA. NBA, you know those people that that group. That's what they enjoy the NBA basketball. I just I feel like it's going to be on decline, and once that decline continues to go down, mm-hmm. contracts are going to at some point. I think they'll continue to grow. But if you're not getting the TV money, because TVs are like, listen, we're not pulling in the views, we're not pulling the ratings, we're not going to give you the money, then I don't think they're going to be able to sign for, you know, too outrageous of money. But the big advantage they have over MLB and NFL, I don't know, NHL probably not, but being more worldly. Obviously, baseball is, I guess you could call it kind of worldly, but it's more world, worldly as in North America, South America. Caribbeans yeah. versus the entire globe. Yeah. I think baseball's issue for their lack of ratings, in my opinion, is their the way they handle their social media. They could be they could do they have so many options they could do there to grow their social media and they don't. Yeah. They will have your account shut off for <clears throat> posting something about major league baseball. Yeah. Well, watching the NBA, I just can't stand the extreme flopping and diving i think it's gotten so ridiculous last couple years i I don't watch much college basketball but the little bit that i do i feel like you don't see that in in college i think if i've always said this speaking of james harden if you change the rules in the nba and allow them to play a true zone then you would start seeing coaches have to get more creative you'd find out who the good players are because right now i feel like there's not a lot of thought out there you're forced to play a man-to-man, and you can play a zone, but they got the whole three-second three, uh, three second defensive rule or whatever. So everyone just plays the man-to-man at this point. So now it's just like give the, give the guy the ball as fast as beat your man off the dribble, spread the floor. To me, there's not a lot of talent there. You're you're in the NBA. You are that good, so where, where's the uh, where's the talent there? Yeah. And you see a lot of, going back to like the super teams, you see some of these guys – if you got three stars starting, one of those guys doesn't come out, and then when the second team for the other team comes in, he's just out there against everyone else. So yeah. it just, I think if you allowed him to play a true zone, you would see different stuff. It'd be interesting, different style of basketball, and I, I would enjoy that. I would, if you allowed them to do, you know, traditional basketball more like in college rules, you'd see some full court presses. <clears throat> excuse me, you'd see some different stuff. I think you'd find out who the good players are. Like, there's there's players that we don't think of that are not superstars that would probably shine just because yeah. they're smarter. Yep. That's just my opinion. Anyway, speaking of super teams, Giannis apparently disclosed to management in Milwaukee text message he received from players trying to recruit him. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's... And he still I had. I don't know where. I don't know where that falls in the tampering guidelines, but you know, other players texting him. But I don't think that's a bad move on his opinion or on his, you know, because he still had a year strategy. Left, yeah, he wasn't a. Yeah, I, I don't know, but he wasn't a free agent, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably a year. Yeah, good for him though. All the money. So we'll follow that contract in two years from now if the Bucks haven't won yet. Does he see want if he, just see if he tries to force a trade somewhere. Right. 
See how that works. What's up, stat boy? You staying awake over there? Yeah. It's just better to keep your mouth shut and be assumed you're stupid than open <laughs> your mouth and answer the question for everyone. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, These candy canes are really good, by the way. They are good, actually. I'm still sketched out about the Oreo. I give it an 8 out of 10. Ooh. I'd buy it, and I don't eat sweets. Is it double stuffed or no? <laughs> I might try one later just to say I did. I'll, I'll, try take, I'll take one with me try later. I'll try anything twice. $20 is $20. Yeah. All right, what do we got now? Try to get me fired up on something else? I don't know. Two people here still owe Taylor $20. I do. Oh, that's true. I, I paid do. you, right? Well, oh. Your haircut cost 20 bucks last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Adam had some NFL stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, Steelers, first of all. Of the six other teams right now in the AFC playoff picture, can the Steelers beat any of them? Remind us who's in the picture. Right, we got, so we got, got, got KC. Other, other, the other six would be KC, Buffalo. No. All right, slow down. KC? No. Buffalo? No. They just proved Cl- that. Clear or not. Tennessee? Maybe. Uh, that's, that'll throw us a flip. Co- a coin toss game. Uh, what do we call them? Cleveland? Toss them. Uh, Cleveland? Yes. Cleveland can beat themselves against anybody. Agreed. So, yes. Colts? Yes. Yes. Mm. Be- and- I say the Colts because... I've followed the Colts a little bit this year with the whole, like, writing the blog for the bets. Yeah. And there's been some games that they should have won and didn't. Yeah. But they're also 8-4. and four. Right. Or 9-4. and four. I don't know what they are. Yeah. But they've also supposed to have this great defense. Steelers, there's been teams they got Steelers are 11-2. and two. Yeah. You can make that argument. And then Dolphins. Yeah, they can beat the Dolphins. Yeah. They can beat the Dolphins. There's less no's on that list than I thought going in. Yeah. I'll say that. There's no chance they beat KC... Currently, how they're playing, I don't think they beat any of those teams. Currently, how they're playing right now, game they, tomorrow they, is what you're saying. Yeah, they, I, I don't think there's any chance right now they could beat any of those teams. They're often they can't even score twenty points. I don't think they've scored over twenty last four games, four or five games. Can't run the ball right now. No. So I currently right now I don't think they can beat any of those teams currently in the playoffs. I mean, last week in my opinion should have been. I don't even think they even if you throw Baltimore in the picture, who's just on the outside. I don't. Baltimore fully healthy. I don't think they beat Baltimore. Baltimore's still a very high octane offense. Yeah, they, right. would, they would have to outscore Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, so I would agree with that one. Ben is just they. They just don't score. And most of those teams in the AFC, Colts, Colts put up forty four this week. I said play the Raiders, but mm-hmm. I think almost every team in the AFC, besides the Dolphins, you've got to score. Look up the Bills schedule or uh, the Steelers schedule. I'm on it. Right Bengals, now. Colts, Browns. Yeah. Correct. Well, they got a free win this week. So they should beat the Bengals. Yep. And they got I mean, Colts they and Browns. Yeah, so they I mean, got two two playoff teams. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they lost to the Colts and Browns right. in the regular season. None of those would surprise me if any of those teams beat them. And the thing they would they would have to win those games because if not, Cleveland potentially takes the division. I think that's and the they would funniest. Not funniest, the craziest stat of all this. They were talking about going undefeated. Can they go undefeated? Now they might not even win their division. Yeah. Well, we talked about a few weeks yeah. ago about you can't pick your schedule. Right. Yeah. There'll be years where that schedule might be tough, but they, they clearly had a fairly weak schedule this year. 
Yeah. yeah, and right, and I guess you put the right. We talked about that, and I thought about that after we got done recording. Browns the same way, right? They played the same schedule. They did. So they absolutely did. And yeah. going into the season, no biased. I thought the Bills had the toughest schedule, and they and everyone said, "Oh, they don't have a chance this year of making win their division. They got to play the AFC West and the NFC West." Yeah, and they they beat everybody in the NFC West except for Arizona, where they lost to a hail mary. Right. Mm-hmm. They could have seven in a row right now. Yeah. If it wasn't for that. Yep. So I I don't know. I like the way Josh is progressing for sure. In hindsight, I almost I'm not gonna say I like it, but them losing on that Hail Marys might prove to be a good thing. Kind of keep them on their toes. Yeah. Hey, you know, wild shit can happen. Make sure you keep your nose to the grindstone and um, I'd rather happen then and like in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we we basically saw it last year. They they lost that game because Watson come out of that. They sacked. They sacked him, and he got somehow come yeah, out of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you get to a similar scenario this year in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Similar to the Arizona game, you can. Hey, just a reminder: we lost this game to Arizona. Doing this, you know, let's take this serious. So they play the Steelers. Play Cleveland week seventeen. So I would say Pittsburgh a, would have to lose to the Colts for that to mean something. I was going to say there's a, there's a chance that that game doesn't mean anything, right? Because Pittsburgh has two game lead right now. I think. I would love to have that game mean something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to watch. Taylor, can you look up Cleveland? Who Cleveland has this week? I mean, think about after week one, Baltimore just beat the shit out of Cleveland. Week one. Right. They have the Giants. <clears throat> Cleveland should win that game. They should. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Where where's it at? Well the Giants defense has all of a sudden become pretty, yeah, they're, pretty good. The problem is their offense now. Yeah. They yeah. got Molly Watt this past week though, didn't they? Daniel yeah. Jones should not have been playing. No, no, he should clearly been. still and, hurt, and they rushed him back. And Joe Judge said he was going to play this week too. It says Browns at Giants. Okay, so okay, yeah. I mean, after the week one ass kicking that the Browns took from the Ravens, if you would have told me after that week that after fourteen weeks, the game of the year we've seen so far would have been Browns Ravens, I would have been like, yeah, okay, pal, right. But that game was unbelievable. The other night. did you watch any of it? No, but it says forty-seven, forty-two. That sounds exciting, dude. It was, it was back and forth. Well, was it wasn't game. back and forth. Ravens went up two touchdowns early, and they were yeah, they were up. Four. Cleveland came back. They were up again, two touchdowns. Yeah, and someone had to take a shit, and then now he claims he didn't. Hundred <laughs> percent did. He said he had a. <laughs> I dude, agree with you because here's my question. He I, said he had a cramp in his arm. I'm like, dude, you haven't thrown the ball at that point. He <laughs> only thrown like eight or nine passes. Cramp in his arm. That's what he said. Yeah, it's he said he needed IV in his arm. Yeah, how do you but, get to 47 points with 163 <laughs> yards passing? How many rushing yards? Yeah. They <laughs> yeah, they had like 424 for Jackson, yeah. 53 for Dobbins, 49 for Edwards. Yeah, yeah they ran for like go. 240 or something. That game, before maybe you included it, they had tied the record for nine rushing touchdowns in a game in that between the two teams. Yeah. I can't remember if, Cleveland, if that included Cleveland's last touchdown or if that was before that. But that, that when Mayfield ran it, I think that tied it. They're both that. run dominant teams. That's why I texted you. I said I kind of like the under tonight, but <laughs> turn into a track meet. Yeah, <laughs> well, a bold strategy not yeah. not running a QB spy on Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't get that still. Yeah, I heard on like Tuesdays like oh he had a cramp in his arm. That's that's what he claims. Dude, the guy had thrown like did you eight see or nine him, passes at that point. Did you see him run in the locker room? That's what I look like running the bathroom. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. 
You don't you don't pinch your cheeks together and, and run because you got a cramp in your. I arm. mean, it might be the only time in NFL history that guy changed his shoes three times in his underwear once during the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I, I don't know. Uh, Baltimore can be very, but you know, explosive. But they've got to get in the playoffs. So that's the problem if, right now. But if you shut down Lamar, and you yeah. find a way to you know form a defense, because him and I were talking about. They didn't start running a QB spy on him until like the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. So I know I know they've still got to get in, but Baltimore is not a team I'd want to play in the playoffs. No. Right. You make a few mistakes, they could easily put up 40, 50 yeah. points. On that's, that's how I feel with Tennessee. I, usually the playoffs, I, I know we know that AFC is really pass heavy, but sooner or later it comes down to running, and obviously Tennessee's got the run game. They do. That's another team that. I'm not going to throw Tannehill in that same category because we talked about his contract a long time ago. You know, he hadn't thrown for a ton of yards and done a lot. And they got through two rounds of the playoffs or whatever it was. We got all that money. I would say Tannehill's pretty close to being in that category as like a Lamar. Like, he doesn't throw the ball. That's not like he puts up crazy good numbers. He's got some good games this he's, year. He's been throwing it more this year. But he's A.J. Brown, AJ Brown's yeah, stepped up. Yeah, Corey Davis. So, but, yeah, at the time, I'm like, these guys don't throw the ball out. But don't I don't have, know. You don't have to when your running back runs for – 240 yeah. or whatever the hell. He's having a year, too. Having a year. And there's – we. I don't know if I want to talk about it today or not. We talked about the MVP race, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think? It's still, you still have the same person in mind? Well, no, because I didn't choose a quarterback. Who'd you choose? Delvin Cook. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, don't think, I think Cook's out of that conversation at this point. He's put up decent numbers, but – so – I can't. I'm not. I'm gonna. I don't like Kirk Cousins. And it's nothing personal. I just think he's overrated and overpaid. I really do. And I never understood how he just finessed the NFL out of all that money in those teams. He's like Sam Bradford, who just like look well, up Sam Bradford what he earned over the over yeah. the years. Bradford won. I think. I think it's like one twenty four. He made it's stupid money what he made and like the games he played in the stats. Like look it up. I heard this past week that Diggs finally came out because they're like, they always said he was cancer in the locker room in uh, Minnesota. Diggs came out and said the reason he wanted out of Minnesota was he knew, he found he eventually found out, like, they're going to be a run-heavy team. And that doesn't really, I don't want to really be a part of that. Yeah. I want to go somewhere well, where I'm, I'm used. When you draft a guy like Cook, yeah. Right. You so that's why he in. wanted out of Minnesota. Right, same, same thing with Tennessee, right? You yeah. know they're going to run the ball, that team. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the gunner on the ball. Sam Bradford made $134 million. How many years? Uh, that, I'm not sure of. Nine or ten. How many games he's started? $20 million a year at that point. Yeah, how many games did he play? That's that's the question. Yeah. He made a lot of money for being pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. He had a couple years where he actually played quite a bit, didn't he, for the Rams? Yeah. yeah. And the Rams were just a terrible team then. Yeah. I guess to answer your question directly, yes, I would still – I picked Mahomes. I think it'll, it's going to be a quarterback. Well, <laughs> he played 83 games, which means he made over a million dollars a game. That's yeah. Which isn't – Almost a million and a half. That's crazy, but at the same time, it's probably not when you think about it. Like, just in comparison, look up, like, Aaron Rodgers. Career earnings and play, games played. Rodgers has been in the league a long time. Right, but I'm, I'm guessing it's close to – I bet you it's over a million dollars. I bet you it's almost two million per game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's more games started for Bradford than I expected. I guess is why I had you look that up. Aaron Rodgers has two hundred and thirty-five million 
and he's played in. Let me see here. Probably played 160 games. Oh, he's been in the league what 15 years? He's been playing 16 years, I think. At least, yeah. He had drafted all three, but he didn't play for three years. So, so yeah, I, I still put Mahomes as league MVP. I, I think still think I, it's between Mahomes and Rodgers. And what I think that MVP it? race is wrapped up. Between those two or Mahomes? It, Rodgers has it. You think Rodgers has it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd, I don't think there's any question right now. I, I disagree with that statement. I think I'm it not comes saying, down to those two. I'm not saying he couldn't win it, but I don't think it's like. I think it's a three-horse race. So I, I think Allen gets thrown in there. Yeah, but I think I, it's it's Mahomes or Rodgers, but I think Rodgers has it wrapped up. The only and, argument. And, and part of that is the game that Mahomes just played. Yeah, it's they end up winning big, or not even big, because Miami ended up covering back door. But, yeah, they back door covered. But he threw three picks. And not one of They weren't good picks. It wasn't like it was like, oh, that was a great interception. Like that, that for, I think it was the first one he threw on that, like, screen. I don't even know why he threw it. That Dolphins player was standing five feet in front of him. It just looked like a, a bad pass. I just Sometimes I'm, I just wonder what – I. I tend to think Mahomes don't he's very good, but I think sometimes he tries to make this like crazy play and he could have just taken like a easy pass. I think it's I don't think you could rule you know, rule him out because of one game. I mean Rodgers had a bad game against Tampa. The only argument I've heard good argument I've heard, I mean, I think it's between Rodgers and Mahomes right now. It's gonna depend on what happens in the next three weeks. And it's gonna be still even I think even then it's gonna be tough to decide. The only argument I've heard for Rodgers is someone said that they think he's he's carrying more weight. Like he doesn't. I mean, he has Devontae Adams, but they think Mahomes. They, they said Mahomes has better talent around him. Oh, a lot more ta- talent. I mean, you got Tyreek, Kelsey, oh, Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, who's you know. I got Alaire and Bell in the backfield. I don't that know. Offensive I mean, line is much better than Green Bay's got. Green Bay's issues are on the uh, special team side. Thanks for the backdoor cover, Detroit. Assholes. <laughs> so, fun fact about Aaron Rodgers. He's played 194 games for $235 million, meaning he has less earning per game than Sam Bradford. But another little fun tidbit, he's also got 194 fumbles, the exact same. He averages one per game. Oh, interesting. Put your money on that. I wouldn't have guessed that. Me either. But uh, candy cane's still good. What kind did you have? The orange one, and I'll be stealing more of them. Go ahead. I it's don't need it's them. probably orange. Is it tangerine or orange? If I eat all those, I'm, <laughs> the next thing you know, I'll have a pump and be drinking Diet Dr. Pepper on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, be careful with that. That's, that's tough. I don't know. I think it's going to come down to the last three weeks, and I'm glad I'm not voting. I think if Josh does something crazy. I wish we did have a vote. Just so we say we can have MVP votes. Yeah. I think there's some people who shouldn't be allowed to vote because they call themselves experts and they're not. But I digress. Did he look at you? Does he no, think you have I a just, vote? No, 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 no. Maybe I do. <laughs> Maybe he does. <laughs> he has a vote in some things. I'm like, whether or not we shaved his eyebrows tonight. <laughs> right. That's what he's allowed to vote on. But, not, re- but not really. Are we allowed to shave an eyebrows tonight? Not quite there yet. No. Okay. We line them up. Well, if we need more beer, we got us upstairs for you. <laughs> what else you got over there for? We kind of talk about, but I, I'm guessing we're all in agreement. Bill's definitely top three NFL ranking. 
right now in all NFL. Rankings. Where do you put? I, we've seen this week. Obviously, been a lot of Bills talk this week on media outlets, but we've seen them at first, second, and third in power rankings. Where I, where would you guys put them? I still think they're. To me, the Chiefs are a clear number one in that list, right. in my opinion. Well, Colin Howard, but the Bills, I don't know where that real th- source comes in. But I'll say this. I think the Bills are best equipped to beat the Chiefs in the AFC. Yes. I, I, I think the offense is explosive enough. And in that game that they lost to Kansas City, it wasn't as close as the score. And, in that game, I mean, it wasn't like they got, well, they all had rest, but that game got moved around three times, and yeah. I, would, I, I would like to see them play again. And obviously, that was what week five, six. Yeah, that was early on. Yeah, I think the Bills are best equipped to beat Kansas City right now. The I, defense is playing better in the last like three weeks, which is good. I would put the Bills above Green Bay. Yeah, I, I think defensively is where they would outduel them. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. And obviously, Trey White on Adams is. A good matchup. Adams probably still, you know, gets eight or nine catches, but right. Hey, he's still Adams. He's going to get his. Yeah, I. I think you can make the argument for them at number two, power rankings wise. Yeah, but I think Chiefs are definitely number one still. I'd love to see that matchup. Yeah, again, I want to see it in the AFC Championship game. That's where I want to see it. So, what do you guys? And I'll this. Is, oh boy! Oh, yellow. That's Rookie. Noobs. Phone's even on silent. You got to turn the volume down on the Bluetooth. <laughs> it's on silent. He says as it as it rings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the switch is on silent. <laughs> this will this will lead in my other thing I sent you guys. There, I Mahomes and Allen both have crazy strong arms, but to me, I don't think I I ever see Mahomes make that like line. That pass on a line like the one Allen made to the back corner, the touchdown to Davis. You never see Mahomes like just laser one in. I think he can launch it, but it feels like it's never. I don't know. It just feels different. This is going to sound really weird. I think Mahomes looks unathletic when he runs. Oh, he's. <laughs> I'm serious. I just it, it, I, he, it, he's very athletic, but when he runs, like he just looks very un, unathletic when he runs. He's got a unique stride to him. So you've yeah. noticed it too. It's just, yeah. It looks weird. It's like watching Jack Eichel skate. Right. He stands yeah. upright. He looks very different, but yet he's one of the top five fastest right. guys yeah. in the NHL. It just looks weird. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like Allen gets on top of the ball when he throws it, and Mahomes like stays under it, and it more like lollipops. You never see him throw that like laser beam. You know he's got a strong arm, but you yeah. never see him that throw that laser beam. I haven't watched him much this year, for sure. Right. We always get stuck with, if the Bills aren't on, we get stuck with, like, the shit games. We had, uh, what was this last week, Philly and... We got to see KC this week. Yeah, they did. That, was, that one was on TV. He didn't look that great, though. I mean, still won the game, but... I'll tell you, the best catch in that game was the interception in the end zone. I can't remember who it was. Yes. In front of Tyreek Hill. And one-handed, he just went up and snagged it. It's the one that Collinsworth said was almost Odell Beckham-like. Yeah, it was. That Michigan. was a good interception. That, Crazy Monday night. Catch. There were a couple one-handed interceptions. I think there was like four or five this week, which is crazy. 
don't so, know. So leading into that, everybody's comparing Allen to Big Ben. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, go ahead. A lot of people are comparing because of, because of size. Experts, ESPN. Okay, I hadn't heard it. NBC. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I hadn't heard this yeah. at all. So they've been comparing him to Big Ben. Have they been comparing him to Big Ben prior to this week when we played the Steelers? Or is this just, hey, these two teams? That's a really good question. I, 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 I Let's compare know. the two. This, it really came out this week. Okay. Um, That's a very, very I, good point. First of all, if you tell me, I would take Big Ben, you know, his first 10 years. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yes, anyone would. So, should. And obviously, and we kind of talked about this yesterday. Allen's Big Ben just doesn't move much, and even like when he first came to the league, he didn't move much. Yeah, he's very he got out of stuff, which was fine, but he never like ran like Allen does. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I would take ten years of Big Ben coming in the league. If you if you said, "Hey, you're going to get Big Ben for ten years," I'd be like, "Okay, thank you." Yes, that I think that's a good comparison. I started thinking about guys, and obviously, I didn't watch much of this guy, and I all the only thing I thought of was. Randall Cunningham. I don't know why, but he had size as well. For comparison? Yeah. So I went, Cunningham ran a lot more, I think, but he was 6'4". He was another bigger guy. But I don't know if there's anyone else I could compare Allen to. I think he's, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I think he's unique because of his size, or that he has speed. He's another guy too. If, I mean, he, if you look at his body shape, he doesn't look like he should be able to run. Right. He, he just doesn't. And I, I watched an interview with him on McAfee. Was it McAfee? I think it was. He talked about he had a growth spurt. And when he played baseball, he was actually really slow. He said his uh, his baseball coach called him tortoise, but it was in Spanish, <laughs> whatever that means. Step like, we get that? Yeah. El tortoise. <laughs> El tortoise. He said his, that's what his nickname was. They just kind of like had a growth spurt and just kind of found it, I guess. But I don't know. I think he's kind of like a – I think he's a combination of a lot of things. He's got the arm strength. He's got the speed. He's confused over there. He is. <laughs> Tortoise in Spanish. He's like, what in the hell am I looking up? <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> so I, Tur- uh, turtle in Spanish? Oh, Tortuga. Please. Sorry. That's what it is. I didn't have to Google that. Sorry. I forgot you were fluent Spanish. I thought you were looking Spanish. for a – I don't know Spanish. Sorry. I thought you were looking for a player in the NFL whose name was El, El Tortuga. <laughs> so I'm like Googling, like, I that don't was, get anything. That was Ross's Spanish, El Tortoise. <laughs> Goodness. That's why he's on that side. So, yeah, Allen, Allen runs the ball better than Big Ben ever did. If you could, yeah, anybody in their right mind would take – Right, Roethlisberger's first ten years. Of his he career. doesn't like it. I don't like Roethlisberger. There's just you don't I, like him now, or you? I just I've, I'm not. This I isn't a. I don't think you can argue against his success? accomplishments his no. first ten years. No, I, I know you can't. I, think I just, anybody would trade that. No, that's not. I've just never been a fan of the, him. Uh, that, yeah, that's a fair statement. Yeah, I hate LeBron James. Yeah, the dude's one of the best basketball players ever. Right, I will admit that. I mean, Roethlisberger is. I don't want to. Get into that in his podcast, but he's done some pretty shady shit in his yeah. day. Yeah, yes. we're talking on the field, not off the field. Right. I just, I don't know. And then there was times where, I like, I get he's successful, but it was one of those things where, like, I worked with people who are Steelers fans. I get on TV, and they're shoving this dude down in my throat. I'm like, okay, he's good, but can we stop, like, 
crowning this guy as the greatest ever. I can't stand when they just do that in general about anybody. And I felt like I heard a lot of it for a few years. I'm like, it probably didn't help. I worked with a bunch of people who were Steelers fans. I'm like, fuck out of here. I mean, in that in that time frame, he was probably the third best quarterback, right? Yes. Behind Brady and Manning. Yes. Yeah. Then maybe Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Depending on when, when was Rodgers drafted? Oh, three, right? When was Roethlisberger drafted with Manning or with uh, Brady? Right? Or no? No. Roethlisberger was probably like oh five. But how many, how many rings Big Ben got? Two, got two or three, two or three. When was he drafted? So I think you could. Two thousand four. Okay. Allen runs the ball better. I think Josh Allen's twenty four. If you wanted to make a comparison to a twenty four year old Ben Roethlisberger, right? You could make those arguments. Now it's not even close. So I, I don't know. I, I'm. Not to be Debbie Downer on the topic, but I'm just assuming this comparison came up because they played. I, I would assume, play I would assume so. I think a lot. That's. I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch that shit. You you seem yeah. to watch it and hate every minute he of hate, it. It's on. It's on the TV every <laughs> time like, I come over. <laughs> but I feel like that's the trend. Is oh these guys played this week. Let's compare these two. No, when it's not really a valid comparison. Listen, it's, it's either ESPN or Golden Girls in the morning. Uh, Golden no. Girls, for sure. Well, I do watch a lot of Golden Girls. Seinfeld reruns or something. Yeah. <laughs> what. What? Go on. I'm gonna, I'm looking up Big Ben scouting reports. Too. I do hate ESPN. Right, sorry, I wanted Alan's Nothing scouting. really on sports just, wise in the morning. Like yeah, I feel you. It's like anything else is just, I don't I, know. There's nothing. It's it's just comical as as much shit as you talk about ESPN. I'm like, why the hell does he? Continue it gives to me watch kind of, it, gives, it gives me ideas though because I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Yeah, that's fair. What are you attempting to Google here? Josh Allen scouting report. Oh. Okay. Scouting report? I mean, there really wasn't Take one. Take some time off, stat boy. Yeah. Just, just just over here quiet. You want to look that up? Sure. You went to Junko, right? Comb then, your mullet. <laughs> he played oh. junior college, then he went to Wyoming because that was like the only offer he had. Right. It wasn't really. You're looking, you're talking about like combine stuff? Yeah, like coming in the NFL because they usually compare them to guys. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh. That, okay. I was going to say, big arm needs to work on accuracy. Yeah, and he's done that. <laughs> That's pretty much the scouting report on him. Was strength, very strong arm, good athlete, excellent mobility, running threat, keeps his eyes downfield as he scrambles, hard to sack, amazing strength to break tackles in the pocket, throws a good spiral, has quick release, throws well on the run, can throw receivers open, uh, has worked under center some. Any compar- any comparables? Yeah, I got one here for you guys. <laughs> you guys I, gave, I gave you guys 200 guesses you'll never get the guy they compared him to. Okay. All right, well, then let's well, get, let's start. <laughs> we got 200 guesses. All right. Tom Brady, I hope. Um, oh, boy. Current player? I'm trying I, to come up with a random. No, uh, but yeah, I, could, I, I could give you the team and I'd probably get, I could give you the team and give you 10 choices and you still won't get it probably. All right, let's mm. try this. Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. He probably played for some other teams, but that's where I remember him playing. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I give up. What? Anytime he says he played for a bunch of teams, but I remember him in Baltimore. Yeah. I question, I mean, did he actually play for Baltimore? <laughs> I'm positive. Um, I, I don't know. I don't want to have Kyle time. Bowler, uh, yeah. and and also also looks like a young Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, so so I guess that's fair then. So Big Ben and Kyle Bowler. However, <laughs> you want to look at that weaknesses, <laughs> ball that, security that. that. That comparison is Kyle Bowler's career highlight. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 All 
sweet as compared to Josh Allen and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Weaknesses struggled against better teams. <laughs> I mean, the whole season he played better teams when he was at Wyoming. Yeah. Played at a low level of competition. Well, <laughs> that's what they wrote on there? Yeah. You need a bacon sizzle <laughs> sound because if you're attempting that, it's not going well. <laughs> I mean, you went to Wyoming, you just wasn't recruited. Concerns about production and ability to be a clutch performer. Well, he's got the most fourth quarter yeah. touchdowns and comeback drives, I believe, in the NFL in the last. I didn't years. write it. I don't know why you're this arguing with me. I'm going to argue you because you said it. <laughs> this is why I don't listen to this shit. Some guy on Twitter this weekend, he responded to a tweet. It was Peralta. <laughs> he said that they're like, "Why don't you like Josh? He's always dogging the Bills and Josh Allen." He's like, "I just don't. I don't. I don't think he's a bad person. He just he's just he can't hit the broad side of a barn." So I responded to the tweet and I said, that's an old argument. He's got a throwing accuracy this year of like 70%, and it's higher than Rodgers and Mahomes. I got nothing back. It was really quiet. <laughs> he was grading papers. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's like you can't use that argument anymore. Like they all throw inaccurate passes at times. Yeah. That's just football. Yep. So did Josh have a lower accuracy in the last couple of years absolutely he did you go back and look at it he, he for sure did you can't make that argument this year right you can't yeah. anyway what else you got are you got anything else over there i got i got nothing else you guys want to get into stars sure. we didn't get an nhl right they didn't finalize that right no they did not and they said that pretty much needs to be done in the next few days yeah in order to start last week they said it would be done last week yeah so that, in November, they said it was going to be done so in that, November. So last week, we talked about the January yeah. 13 start day with a 56-game season. That is not official. So Is this turning into one of those the baseball uh, situation with the like a player association? I don't know. I hope collective not. bargaining, yeah. At least this is the first rumored deal. Baseball went through like a dozen of them. Uh, so I don't know. There was something else NHL-related, but it wasn't major. I don't oh, know. We didn't know if he was going to be here tonight. When he was like texted us yesterday, yeah, Bailey says everyone's still coming over later, and I'm like, I think so. I'm like, Russ might not. His dad had surgery today, so shout out, pops. Yep, doing good. Uh, Fresh new knee. Said, uh, but if he doesn't, we'll throw Stat Boy on camera, and he can be Stat Girl. She's like, no. <laughs> Wait, I gotta know. Did, like she, not did she listen last week? She did. The whole thing. Mm, possibly not. Because you didn't get in trouble. Is that why? I don't remember. Why, what I, say I, don't know. I thought there was something at the end. You're like, yeah, well, she was still won't be listening. So it's oh, okay. it's true. I think it did say something. <laughs> I don't even remember what we threw. Yeah, I don't think end. she did, but she did. She listened. She heard the shout out and she's like, "All right, I'm good." Yep. <laughs> she did yeah. check in on that. I uh, told my diabetes specialist to give us a f- give us a listen. I don't know if she will. She said I don't like sports, but I'll, I'll listen and say I know who's on it. I thought he was going to say I, I gave my diabetes specialist tell her to give us some free insulin. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I would this take I would take that. Is, that shit's expensive. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Adam's <laughs> Insulin. <laughs> Jesus. Yikes. We have a scientist here. Maybe he can make you some technician. Oh, I got, oh yeah, that, you said you had a question. I got a question for the scientist. For the record, before this question comes out, I am not a scientist. <laughs> I'm a lab technician. Technician. We'll but give you a second to think out, about man. it, too. Go ahead and ask. So, currently, Do I don't know, know what he's asking. Okay. He has no idea. Okay. He, he, might, he might know the give answer, us both. Too. We'll both take five he, he seconds to think. And we'll see. And I, he walked saying, in with a plow jacket. There's a chance so, El so Tortego <laughs> over here knows, knows the answer. Have you seen Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, 
El Tortuga. Did That's you drive the nickname? plow truck here? Oh, yeah, there you no. go. You no, just no, got I, a nickname. I drove my Jetta. I was hoping that the plow truck was also there. <laughs> straight Tokyo drift. You just got a here. nickname, by the way, El Tortuga. <laughs> do you have to go <laughs> Do you have to go pick up the plow truck after this and start plowing again? Not right away, no. Okay. Could you go just do my drive just pull my driveway real quick and just Pull the snow out for me. <coughs> looks like, I, I looks shovel- like you could use a little shoveling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I sho- insert bacon sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Shoveled three times already. Uh, uh, what's the question for the technician? Why, why, when it starts snowing, so for anybody listening that's not in the area oh, that we yeah. live in, I, we probably have like right nine inches of snow, probably, and it's still snowing. Do we have that much outside? I don't. Know. I've shoveled it's three times. There, yeah. It's probably close. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've shoveled three times. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up again. I shovel with three inches. Got to be nine inches out hey, there. Hey, hey, knock knock. Who's there? Imagine dragons. What? Imagine dragging my balls across your face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. I didn't think I was going to laugh on that. I was just doing Polish <laughs> math. I, I thought there was a 0% <laughs> chance that'd be funny. All right, what do you got? When it starts snowing, okay. why does it take so long for the plows to either plow or put salt on the road? Is there some scientific theory behind there needs to be so much snow for the salt to really take place? You mean place? the county or private people? Well, because private people, any, we have, in the contract, you don't go till there's I, three inches I drove, usually. I drove down our main street. There was like six inches on the road earlier. In Michigan, they just wait till it's done. Well, we're not in Michigan, so I don't know how New York does it. But is there? I want to know. Is it like? Actually, we're due to get a lot of snow, so I don't know if like if you put salt down when it begins snowing, does then it freeze on top of it and like it's not good for it? So I had this conversation with Ellie earlier. I'm not. I'm not a technician, (laughs) but I would think that if you threw salt down before it snowed and then it snowed and you shoveled, it kind of would defeat the purpose of salt because you'd be shoveling or plowing it away right but it feels like they don't put salt down until like it's done snowing That's i don't know you should do it that makes sense to me so you're not scraping yeah, it but all the, away you yeah. remove all the s- snow and then you put salt down so it doesn't salt. freeze yeah that's what you're preventing we, yeah i don't know and if you if put salt like down they, first it they didn't away. even plow either so, so i guess that's for, another point if you're looking for grip that's when they throw sand down well either or i mean it just was terrible out i mean i was trying to drive home with dilated eyes it was not Good. That was less of a like Russ the scientist question, more yeah. of like a Jason Hurley county employee question. I think <laughs> yeah. we can we can get it. Okay, I, I know. he's out plowing I right now. That, yeah. yeah. So, are you telling me your vehicle struggled to get over here? No. Okay. No, I didn't at all. Okay. I just said when my eyes were dilated, your struggled, <laughs> struggled seeing. <laughs> but it feels like they don't touch the roads until there's so much snow down i'm just curious why they well there is a reason for that i think it's because don't plows have a small pad on the bottom of them it's called the shoes yeah and they usually make it float an inch so if you went out yeah so they don't hit potholes and rip holes in the ground but sometimes you gotta wait till there's like six inches like i don't think they touch pollen street until like you know six o'clock tonight maybe it's the fact that new york state's eight billion dollars in debt so they're like "Mm, maybe we'll just keep the plow trucks in an hour I mean, it started snowing at like yeah. 1 o'clock today. Yeah, we're not paying you overtime. And while you're at it, <laughs> no, never mind. No politics. Hey, that wasn't that no. was counting. I know. I'm saying that's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stars? I kind of half-assed my stars tonight. Same. I wrote them down before we started. Um, I'll start, though. I have, uh, I have a theme this, this week. My third star is Jonathan Williams. From UB, the basketball player. Okay. They were a three-point favorite last night and beat Miami, Ohio, 92-60, to 60, I believe. 
I think something like that. So uh, 21.6 rebounds, four assists. So that is my third star. Sounds good. I I had one, and I'm going to switch it. We talked about this right before we came on air. This news just broke that Major League Baseball reclassified the Negro Leagues as a major league, a major league equivalent of baseball. So now when you go on and search historical records, like you look up all-time hits leaders, it will include players that played strictly in the Negro Leagues. Where were they before? In their own records. They They were completely separate. They were their own league. They had their own history. If you searched any Major League records, none of those players showed up because they were not considered part of Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball has reclassified them as a major league. And so now any records you watch players, you know, I don't know who has like the all-time hits in the Negro Leagues, but if you, when you watch guys that, hey, so-and-so got his 500th hit and he just passed this guy, now it could be. Somebody now it could be somebody that strictly played in the Negro League. So, is there anybody on that list that is now holding an MLB record? Probably not an outright no. record. There was they kept referencing because it wasn't around that long, right? Mm-hmm. They kept referencing a name. I can't look it up real quick. They kept referencing somebody that was a catcher that they claim is one of the all-time greatest hitters in baseball, but he strictly played in the Negro Leagues. He never played in in Major League Baseball. I, don't know, I just thought it was pretty cool to it is. Mm-hmm. reclassify that league and include them in the uh, it's in just the stats. surprising that that's a 2020 news story and not like a 1990 or I, something. I it, thought they were already I mean? in, yeah. yeah. So. so I have a, a theme this week of tandems, we'll call them. Third stars, Marks Jr. and Patterson from UB um, combined for 200 got to add this up real quick. 287 and four touchdowns. Um, B. Akron, 56-7. And are playing in the MAC title game tomorrow against Ball State. Or not tomorrow, sorry, on Friday. Sweet. Take them. Take them minus 13 and a half. You'll be. My second star is Josh Allen for his big win two weeks in a row on, on national television. So second star is Josh Allen. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to give my second star to Jalen Hurts. He got the start for the Eagles after they benched Carson Wentz and made an immediate impact. He looked really yeah. good. Uh, I saw this stat. On, I'm going to credit it to Barstool because I don't know if it's correct. There was some arguing over this. Uh, apparently, under Doug Peterson, the Eagles are 11-2 and when anyone other than Carson Wentz starts. I did see that. There were some people that claimed it was eleven and three and something else. Either way, either, either way, their record is far better with anyone other than Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts I thought played an outstanding game. My second stars are I believe they've been my stars before. Um, Michael Carter and Javon Williams, running backs from North Carolina, combined for five hundred and forty-four rushing yards and five touchdowns in a sixty-two twenty-six win over number ten Miami on Saturday. Nice. First star is Stephon Diggs, first quarter or first wide receiver in the NFL this year to get to 100 receptions. Um, he's on track to, I believe, break every receiving record in Buffalo for a season. Am I correct there? He's going to break Eric Moulds' records probably. He, yeah, one more catch. He yeah. tied he tied Moulds' record. So my first star is Stephon Diggs. 
I'm going to give the nod to Travis Kelsey. I did watch some of the Chiefs game this week, and he is he is fun to watch. Uh, the sh- the reason I'm giving it to him, the season's not over, but I didn't realize there's never been a tight end to lead the league in receiving yards ever. Yeah, and right now he's first in the league with 1,250 yards. I think uh, he's, got he's 70 yards ahead of Metcalf. Yeah. So right now he's leading the league in receiving yards, and he could could What's potentially it? become the first ever tight end. Do you know how many catches he has right now? I, can, yeah. I think it's like 90, but it's crazy because Metcalf only has like 62 90. catches. Yeah, he has 90 catches. Metcalf has 69. Which is nice. That's <laughs> uh, crazy. That, yeah, that's crazy that he's got that many yards only. And, so you know, he's 20 less catches. 21. So Kelsey has 21 more catches. But only fourteen more targets. Where's Diggs on that list? Diggs is fourth or third. Fifth? Third. Okay. Third. In yards. He's yes. Third. He's third. But yeah, I, I I don't know why I was surprised the tight ends never led the league in, in yards. <coughs> I don't know. Back I, to the yeah. days of Well, I don't think you ever had There was there was like, a very few like Tony Gonzalez was good, but he was never that the teams he was on were never great. Yeah. Well, I don't think we ever saw systems either where tight ends were valuable as receivers. How, how I, I'd be curious, and Statboy would have to do a lot of research, but I'd be curious how many times Kelsey lines up, you know, in a three-point stance versus just out wide as a receiver. Right. He He's is, thinking, "Fuck you." I think someone keeps track of that. Oh yeah, somewhere you, out you there, you can definitely yeah. find that. There is real Statboys doing. There is. Uh, I think we haven't seen a lot of offensive systems that. Looked a, had a lot of looks to tight ends over the years, probably in our lifetime. A couple where you know you had the Shannon Sharps. That, that's ironically who I was just looking up because Shannon Sharp had one, two, three thousand yard seasons. One of which was an eleven hundred yard season. And I just thought there would have been an odd year where somebody like that had had done it. Had but, more yards, yeah. But, yeah. First stars are Gabriel Davis and Matt Milano. Um. For Christmas, an eight-year eight-year-old Jackson Delude wanted new prosthetic legs for Christmas. Oh, I did see this. Um, so they combined and bought him his new blades, is what they call them. Yep. Um, and also let him and his mom go to Disney World, and they got the tour, like behind the scenes stuff and everything. So that's sweet. I did see that. Milano and like Davis. That. Stars or duds over there. I have one of each. All right. My my star actually. I think I might have picked her two weeks ago, or someone picked her. Sarah Fuller oh, as my star. Yeah, I think Adam and I both did. It was great to see her be on the field to begin with, but I think we were all kind of disappointed with the opportunities they gave her, you know, to not let her just go out on the field and go really gun it hard. So to actually watch her have two extra point kicks that were nice, solid kicks, yeah, sort of gives her some actual street cred, if you will. Yep. So that gets my star of the week. And then for my dud of the week, we were kind of up in the air for a minute before we started the show about what I was yeah. going to do for a dud, but then I remembered that a few days ago something really caught my attention. So, let's see if this works. Dud of the week. <laughs> see, I'm going to fill a soundboard with those. <laughs> Did you write that yourself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I made that like 10 minutes before I left the house. Uh, Jake Paul oh calling God. out Connor McGregor. Big we, we saw this starting on Twitter, and I thought it was something that was just an attention grab. But then to go ahead and produce a video where he's pretending to be Conor McGregor, he unfollowed 
everybody on Instagram. I don't know if you saw this. The only Except. person he follows now is Conor McGregor's wife yeah. and baby mama. And Dylan Danis. Danis's That's girlfriend no. or something like that. Or is that Logan? Either way, both Paul brothers are idiots. Yeah. They are they those two have no idea. They're they're messing with actual fighters. I'm just sick of seeing it. There's so many people that deserve the attention. That he he's just using their names for. I don't know. Did you see what Dana White said? He's like he, he made that video. He was like, "Oh, sign the damn contract." It's like, dude, these guys are like, you're here. You're a you're a fucking peon in their world, mm-hmm. buddy. Just a tadpole. Yeah, you are absolutely nothing. Like, and the money you think you're gonna bring them, they're wiping their ass with. Yeah. He, Dana White said, "I'm thinking." Someone asked Dana White this past week. In a press conference, and Dana White said, "I'm thinking about letting Amanda Nunez knock his ass out." She called him out. Yeah, she'll do it. And then when he keeps telling McGregor to sign the damn contract, well, Conor McGregor has an upcoming fight against Dustin Poirier a month from now. A month from now, at the a, end real, of a real fight. Yeah. Do you think he gives a crap about Jake Paul's contract talks right now? He is, Conor doesn't need money. On Dustin, Conor doesn't yeah, need the money. No, not at all. I would love to see Amanda Nunez kick the crap out of him. <laughs> that, would be great. that would be awesome. I did have something for you though. Because you watch UFC. I didn't watch the fight this past week with Tony Ferguson. Uh, I did not either. Did you see Tony's nice. statement? No. So he said, I came out flat. Saw him almost get his arm ripped off. Did you? At the end of first round. So he uh, said, I came out flat. He he claimed it was because the amount of time from the hotel, the apex, was condensed. So you didn't have a lot of time to get ready and get amped up. Uh, okay. That's at the apex. Giant pile of horseshit. Yep. Okay. Said it wasn't normal. He's not used to that. So he, you're gonna. This is so Tony Ferguson. He loses the fight, goes through medical, goes back to the hotel room, and said he just knew there's things he had to work on, and he just wasn't. He'd never got to that level where he was amped up to fight, and he knew there was blood in his arms, so he hit the pads in the hotel room after his fight. Oh my God. This guy's a head case. Yes, he is. He's a head case. You ever take pre-workout and then like your plans to work out, follow through for like a half an hour here at home and it starts to kick in and then you get to the gym a half an hour later and your pre-workout is starting to go away and you're like, ah, shit, I missed the apex. Maybe he's on to (laughs) something. This guy's, I don't know, I think, I'm not going to say we've seen the last of Tony Ferguson, but he's going to have to win a few fights before he's back in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. He's gotten his ass whipped. Yes. Twice in a row now. Yeah. He got stuck in an arm bar at the end of one of the rounds. Did you Did you see that? I didn't watch any of the fights. Anybody else would have tapped, and he did. I thought his arm was going to be ripped off his body. Mm-hmm. He knew there was only a few seconds left, and ugh, you give him credit for it. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of brain, no, so. No, not at all. Talk about a guy who missed the fight because he tripped over a telephone or a camera cable because he had sunglasses on inside and a WD from the fight, like what? Two or three days before the fight. Sun never sets on a badass. His <laughs> future is bright. <laughs> Jesus. All right, anything else, boys? Not all. All right, well, next week, uh, we'll have the Jelly Bean Challenge and a regular podcast. So until Happy next Hanukkah. time.